hello guys this is heavenly favor and i'm glad that you guys are here and i hope that you get something out of it i really value your time and i thank you that you want to spend this time with me and right now we have something special i have a interview with kyle dendy and uh and it's awesome we're talking about my book and this is the first episode of heavenly favor and i i want you guys to get something out of it so i would just take notes of things that you could get out of it and things that you could apply in your life so we're gonna do uh this kind of uh just spare the moment but as we go on, me and you, we're going to get better at this and we're going to do it together. <laughs> so this is the first episode. And in this podcast, what I want to do is get the most out of the time that we have together. And I want to add value to you. I want to uh, add things in your life that you could apply and things that you could grow in. So um, I want you guys subscribe and and fall in love with this time and whatever you're doing um, just enjoy it and, and turn on your listening ears and I pray that you get the most out of this um, we're gonna have fun it's a journey and it's a process and I'm happy to do it with you so I hope you guys enjoy here is my interview with Kyle Dendy and I'm excited because today I have the very first, other than myself, Purpose Game Publishing author. He just wrote a book that comes out today, um, March 15th, Friday, called I'd Rather Be On an Island. So without further ado, I introduce you to the first Purpose Game Publishing author, Jabri Harrison. Yes. Hello, everybody out there. Um, it's good to, uh, to be here with my uh, really close friend, and it really is a divine connection. God just uh, at, at the right moment, um, I, I met Kyle, and uh, he sent me his book, and it, it really uh, changed my life uh, in a way because God had put on my heart, you know, uh, about writing a book, and it was just to see such a young, you know, man of God outdoing that and it, it was awesome that's good man and I, I wanted to ask you because listen I talk to a lot of people and this goes for teenagers and this goes for for adults um, they tell me all the time how they've always wanted to write a book and for me I wanted to write a book for a long time before I did but what I found is that a lot of people wanting to write a book they say things like I've wanted to write a book for maybe months or years but I've talked to people who wanted to write a book for decades. So go ahead and tell us how long have you wanted to write a book or maybe even what made you want to write it? So yes, um, about seven to six years ago, um, a guy had put it on my heart to write a book. Um, and I, I'm not going to release the title yet because it's still in the works. But um, after years and years of contemplating writing a book and maybe putting a couple things down, um, God finally spoke to me about it. He said, the reason why you haven't wrote that book yet is because I haven't prepared you enough to write that book, but I have more in store for you and I will equip you to write that book, but here's something that you could write now. And, and he gave me this book. He said, 
I'd rather be on the island. And I was like, whoa, it was just like a, a whole storm of ideas and things uh, for it. And I instantly went to work. I did research and um, he gave me the topics and things that I, he wanted to uh, get through um, through me to the book and to, to you guys ultimately. But um, it was so good. Um, and it, it just took... Uh, it, it just took me to another level um, when I actually started to do it. When I put the pen to the paper, um, it's like I'm actually doing something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And uh, people see me now and they're like, I didn't know you were an author. I said, I don't I didn't know I, <laughs> I was either. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's, it's good. I, I like something that you said. You said something very interesting, and I think it goes for everybody, whether you're trying to write a book or not. You said that, that, that it all started when, when you put the pen to paper, that when you put a pen to paper, that's when you went to another level. And I think what people oftentimes overlook is that the hardest step is often the first step. And a lot of times I heard somebody say about writing this. They said good writers write when they feel inspired and great writers feel inspired when they write. And that goes with anything, not just writing. And so for the person watching this, whether you're trying to get into speaking or you're trying to get into writing or you're trying to get into to business, whatever it is, as long as you're just talking about it, you're going to fall into this. It's called paralysis by analysis in which, like I did for so long, you talk about wanting to write a book, but you never do it. Put the pen to paper. Put that business together. Just start working on it, and then you're going to get momentum, and momentum is a powerful, powerful thing. So, Jabri, listen, I've, I've read your book. I love your book. Um, I, I had the chance, obviously, to go through it early, um, but for the person who, who is on the fence, who's considering going to Amazon to get your book on Amazon, where your book is already live right now, go ahead and give us... What, what is this book about? What can I expect if I pick up this book? So I pick it up right now. It says, I'd rather be on an island. I go to the back and it says lost without purpose. So tell me, what's this journey that we're about to be taken on if I were to take the next step and get your book, whether I get the ebook on Amazon or I get the paperback copy? So uh, I am in ministry and I, I get a lot of questions and a uh, majority of the questions for people our age is how do I find my purpose? I mean, I have passions and I, I feel like I have talents, but I, I just don't know where to start and I don't know where to begin. And um, they don't realize that everything doesn't happen at once, just like writing a book. It's a process of you just actually doing it. And so the same thing with finding your purpose, it's a journey. And God just takes us through this journey and it's so wonderful and great, but we just think that we're going to end up at this place just all of a sudden, but he's working uh, through you and working with you every single day to figure out your purpose, to, to, to guide you and lead you to your purpose. And uh, it, it's a journey. So in this book, um, it, it's a fictional character, but it's a journey um, and kind of showing how in life there's things that happen that and throughout the journey equips you for the next season in life. And it, it allows you to grow in this area. So in the next season, you could be prepared for it. So God is always working in you and you will in you will find your purpose one day, but it's a journey and, and it's a journey through life. And it's so amazing how God works. And I, 
through my life, I was wondering where my what my purpose was this whole time. But now that I know my purpose, which is to equip God's leaders to succeed, I realized that God had already been working on it throughout my whole life, just bits and pieces. And it was a journey. So a lot of people fall in love with the end result. We fall in love with the top of the mountain. But for me, um, I found love in the journey. And I found love in the climb up the mountain and knowing that when I get to the mountain that I've succeeded. But to fall in love with what I'm doing right now and where God has me right now and doing it in excellence. And uh, one of the people that kind of got that into me is Kobe Bryant. Um, He said, what is the best thing about winning the championships? He said it isn't actually holding up the trophy, which that's one of his favorite moments, but it's his favorite moment because he remembers the days and uh, that he woke up at four o'clock and went to the gym majority of the day and he's watching film and he's constantly working on his craft over and over again. He was in practice uh, helping his teammates become the best teammate uh, they could be and just the journey and the process that it takes to get to the championship. So just falling in love with the journey. And that's what this book is about. It's a journey um, on an island. And a lot of the times um, we feel like we want to be on an island because people may get on our nerves or, you know, our job may be too hard or just life may be a little rough. And this kind of journey on the island shows you that uh, that you're already on the island and um, and that God is working with you one on one. So it's like you're around people and you go through life with people, but God is is focusing on you and he's building and molding your heart uh, to be the person that he's created you to be. That's really that's really, really good. And I love what you said that that even though there's people around, you really are on an island. Your relationship with God, that's something that you have to have, you have to have personally. So I wanted to go actually into the book now. And there was a section in the book that I wanted to read, just a brief paragraph. And I wanted to, I wanted to let you expound on it because I thought it was really powerful. And it said, it says that God wants to use you to further his purposes on earth. And there are people out there that need you. It says the waves may seem big. The thing he has called you to do may seem too big for you. But Jesus calms the storms, commands the waves, and tells the winds which way to go. It says he is in control. Wherever he brings you, he equips you. Go further and further. I love this. Go further and further away from the shore and trust in the Lord. Believe you can walk on water because he called you onto the water. When your faith is low, the Lord will stick out his hand and save you. So walk on water with confidence and boldness. There is a great reward that is to be had with taking risks and risking it all for Jesus on earth and in heaven. So I'm going to let you talk about this, but but the reason that I brought this up is because I think a lot of people, man, they, they're, they're, they're very afraid to take risks when it comes to jumping out to what God has for their life, right? There's a realm of comfort that they're in right now, and they think that because they're there, that means we're, that's where they're supposed to stay, or rather because that's where they started, that's where they're supposed to stay. Um, so take this question in whatever direction you want to take it, but what what is taking risks meant or done in your life, and how would you encourage the next person to do so as well, whether it's a risk like writing a book or starting a business, or whether it's a risk in any area of their life? Amen. 
So uh, hopefully I don't get to uh, get to preaching right now. But uh, there's a story in the Bible where uh, Peter and the disciples are in the boat and they see Jesus out there and they don't know what it is. Um, But Peter says, I think that's Jesus. He said, Jesus, if that is you, I want to be where you are. And that's so powerful. That's how we are in life. Jesus, if that's you, I want to be where you are. And that's where we start out. And he said, call me out onto the water. And I want to walk on water too. And that's, that's a point in our journey where we have the most faith is at the very beginning. Where we made up in our mind that that's where I want to be. That's exactly where I want to be. And so... Jesus calls him out on the water and he has faith to walk on water. And that's what God has called us to do is to do the supernatural. He said <laughs> to be with him, you have to you have to be unlike everybody else. You have to be different and have enough faith to walk on water. And for many of us, the boat is our comfort zone and we stay in the boat because I'm not going to drown on the boat. I'm, I'm safe here in the boat, and this is where I've been, and this is what I know, so I'm going to stay in the boat, and we never get to do the supernatural. And it's so good because even though Peter ended up starting to sink, Jesus saved him. And that's what we have to remember and trust in Jesus, that even if we do start sinking, He'll save us. So why not try to do the supernatural and walk on water and do what he has called us to do? And one of my favorite songs is In Over My Head by Jen Johnson. And it it just takes me to a whole different other place because where I am in my life and where I've been in my life is I want more of you, God. If that's you, I want to be with you. And so The song talks about right now, I'm the water is at my knees, but I'm not nowhere. I'm not anywhere that I have not never been. And so we've been in the shallow end and, and we know that and we're comfortable there because there's no danger there. But she talks about going deeper and going in over her head. And that's what we have to do. We have to be immersed into that and we have to trust and faith and have faith that we won't drown and just be in over our heads and not being afraid of the waves and a lot of people want to stay in their comfort zone they want to stay in the boat they want to stay in the shallow end where the waves cannot affect us but even if you uh believe it or not it in or outside of the boat the waves are going to affect you And it's just so much better being closer to Jesus. So uh, that's what I think I was trying to portray in that chapter. And in my life, um, I got to a point where I had to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So God would give me invitations. He would open doors and he's giving you invitations. And he's opened doors and given you opportunities. But you have to walk through it in faith. And for me, in my life, um, I attribute everything, everything to God's invitations and me accepting them. Even with this book, I just say that I just put my name on it because I said, yes, God, send me. Here I am. And I just 
listen to him and I just start writing his words and I did what he, you know, called me to do and all I had to do was put my name on it. And whatever he's calling you to do, all you have to do is just put your name on it. Sign on the dotted line, say, I'm right here, God, send me. Um, and it's so good because he'll equip you for it and he'll prepare you and he'll give you everything that you need for for that situation or what he calls you to. So whatever he calls you to, he equips you for. I also say this one thing uh, is say yes and God will do the rest. <laughs> and that has done so much in my life. And he's brought so many people in my life and done so many things through me by me just saying yes. You know, that's really good, man. And I made a note of something that you said that I think was really interesting. You talked about how a lot of people have this mindset um, that, that, that if I stay in the boat, I'm not going to drown. If I stay in the boat, the water's not going to get me. If I stay in the boat, I won't be affected by the waves. And when you said that, my mind went to this story um, of Paul when he was on a ship and it was actually the ship that drowned. And I think sometimes the longer we stay in our comfort zone, we think that that's the safest place when really I don't think that's the case at all because the safety net, that comfort zone that you're in, whether that's your job or your your mindset, whatever, it is, that can collapse at any moment in time. And I was thinking about it the other day. Yes, it, it's hard to pursue the call that God has for your life. There's going to be hard times. But I would say it's also hard to stay in your comfort zone when something in your spirit is calling you elsewhere. And so it's all about choosing your heart. And now it's all about choosing the right heart. Choosing the heart that says, no, I'm on this earth for a reason, as you were alluding to, and I'm going to do what it is that God is calling me to do. There's another section in your book that I really liked because it really spoke to me. And in this section, you talked about the importance of having celebrations. And what that, I took that to meant for me is I know for myself, I'm a doer. I love doing, starting projects. And so sometimes when, it, when, when one of those projects ends, I'm thinking about the next one instead of celebrating what God did in the last one. So talk just for a minute about um, the importance of celebrations, because I know a lot of people, at least people that think like me or work like me, they have a hard time stopping long enough to celebrate the last thing because they're on to the next thing. Yes. So um, a lot of the times <laughs> people uh, come to come to Christianity late because they're like, Christians don't have any fun. And they think it's just a, a boring, you know, thing. But it's so fun uh, being, you know, with God and, and being in peace about everything that's happening and having that peace in Jesus. And so through that, we need to uh, also know that it it's a challenge uh, being what God has called you to be and doing what God has called you to do. So we have to have this mindset of working hard and doing everything in excellence, but also having celebrations and having fun in the mix. In the mix of all this, it, it's a joy. We should be joyful and forever joyful that God is moving through us. God is doing these things through us. So for me, um, I love to have celebrations and I love to be with God's people. So even when we're working hard and when we get something accomplished, taking that time out to celebrate it, um, get together and 
and do whatever y'all like to do. And just having celebrations for the accomplishments or just throwing celebrations for uh, just because, just because knowing that we have um, a better life coming and knowing that this life, God has blessed us. Um, So just remembering that and celebrations just do so much and they re-energize you. They give you more... uh, more focus and more energy for the next thing that you have. So with me too, I'm always busy. I'm always doing things. So I could get caught up into that, but I have to realize that this is fun. I'm having fun. I'm doing what I love to do. And this is my purpose. This is why God put me here. So uh, trying to make the best out of it and having celebrations. God isn't wanting us to just do these things and just uh, not not enjoy it. He wants us to have joy while we're doing these things. So celebrations is a great way to uh, to have that. Yeah, I believe it. And I, it's something that I have to make myself work on um, because of my personality and the way that I'm wired. But I think it's so, so important. And it's also important to help you because it helps you not to burn out. Um, so we've talked about a lot. We've talked a lot about this book. And so in just a minute, I'm going to tell people where they can find you on social media and where they can go to buy this book. Um, but in let's say let's say in two to three sentences, um, give the people your final words. Give the people um, something, whether it's a quote or inspiration, um, pour into them in two to three sentences. So whatever God is speaking to you right now, and you may be fearful, uh, doubtful, and have anxiety over this, know that God will be with you and he will equip you and he will be with you throughout the whole entire process. So just have trust and faith to take that leap, to get out the boat, and do the supernatural and God will bless you and many other people will be blessed by your walk in faith. That's good. And it's, it's what you guys have heard me talk about before. Um, that, that, that there's people whose life, soul, destiny, and eternity is attached to your obedience to the call of God on your life. So you heard it here first. I'd rather be on an island with Jabri Harrison. Um, you can find him on Instagram. I believe that's the best platform to find him. Instagram, it's just first name, last name, Jabri Harrison. That's J-A-B-R-I-H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N, Jabri Harrison. Make sure to follow him on Instagram. And you can also go to Amazon as well and either type in his name or type in the title, I'd rather be on an island. Make sure that you go and support and get that book as well. You can get that in the paperback or you can get that in the Kindle ebook. So if you are like many people in this world who also want to write a book and you would like to become a Purpose King publishing author, make sure to shoot me a message or a DM and I will get you on the wait list for the next time that we open up the program. This has been episode number 12 of the Purpose King podcast with Kyle Dindy and our very special guest, Jabri Harrison. I will see you guys on the next episode. We've got plenty more books to release under the Purpose King publishing imprint. I've got plenty more um, just wisdom to pour out to you as well. I will see you next time. Purpose Gang.